Hello and welcome to the Casual Fan episode eight. Um, we're just going to recap today UFC two five seven McGregor versus Poirier and what it actually means going forward for everyone involved. Um, obviously, in Ireland here it was a late one, so we're a bit tired. Um, because it was was it a half five they walked last night. Half I think it was about that. About that. Um, um, yeah, a couple of minutes after even. Obviously, yeah. you know, from my perspective, very disappointing. That Conor McGregor lost, but you know. What a you have to get hats off to Tustin Poirier, an unbelievable fighter and an unbelievable competitor. And you know, on the broader scheme of things, an even better human being, like you know, yeah, definitely. So it was a good fight while it lasted, but um, Poirier came with the perfect game plan. He kind of, I think, my prediction was literally exactly wrong, like <laughs> the exact opposite of what I said. I said that Poirier suffers with southpaws. But it turned out to be a south by uh, south pass stance was the undoing of McGregor with those uh, low calf kicks, yeah. which really isn't um, that much of a factor when you're fighting an orthodox fighter, like if you fight opposite stance fighter. Because yeah, the, the leg was out in front for Poirier. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so wrap around kind of thing. So it was a very good game plan, and the Tiago Alves there in the corner, I think, as they were saying. So that that should, that, that was a good indication of what was gonna gonna play out. Yeah, definitely. No, it was. Uh, it's a good fight, like you said. Obviously, disappointing from an Irish perspective, but Poirier was really like a game plan executed perfectly, wasn't it? Mm. And I think he took the shots a lot better than than McGregor anticipated. I think he so. got hit with a couple. There was one. I think it was after they separated in the first round. It was a clean. It was a left counter, and then he hit him with like a two piece, a left straight and a right, a kind of check hook, and. I feel like if that was it, if that was a couple of years ago, a featherweight doesn't would have gone down. But obviously, as you go up in weight, you're changing your ability. As I said in our pre-fight one, his shit, the shape of his head is, is different. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, he's much wider or something. He is. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's just he's a lot more durable. Like you could see a couple of shots, he felt a sting off him, but mm. he wasn't, you know, he wasn't like ready to go down kind of thing. Or yeah, he was yeah. most definitely in the fight. Um, yeah, like to kind of touch on that, I think you said our kind of agree as well like that um i think connor was half expecting him to go down was a bit surprised when he was still there like mm. even um about four minutes into the first round like mcgregor had landed some decent shots um over the course of that round and then Poirier he was starting to kind of rack up those leg kicks and he kind of landed one more which kind of slightly you could see the leg kind of stiffen yeah. up a bit and you could see i it almost felt like mcgregor was thinking i need to get a move on here and kind of he stepped in and gave him a big left up top Big left to the body. Right to the body, was it? Right right yeah. to the body, sorry. And Poirier was still kind of... hilarious. Yeah, you know, so it was kind of... You know, he was compromised, I suppose, really, at that stage. Yeah. Um. Again, another big event for the UFC. It's kick off the year, and it's great to see the fans back. Now, I think they're going back to the Apex. Now, yeah. so it's going to be without fans again. Apex next, yeah. Um, but, you know, at least it is a sign of things to come. I think as Dana was saying during the week as well, as you were saying, um, when everything is back open, like just gonna be huge yeah. events out there, three cards, pool parties, and all this in Fight Island. And I'm saying I have to, like, yeah. uh, <laughs> there's no way I can't go to that. Like, yeah, stuff. Yeah, start saving for three, that. Three so. title fights. Yeah, he's like saying that. he's gonna stack the card to like you know give back to the fans. Three title fights. They'll have a midweek event. He said they're gonna have a look at a lot of fan events, pool parties. He said it's gonna be like a full on. Fight week, biggest card they've done in years. That's amazing. So you see, you asked off today now as well, like, cause you know he's the late the streamer thing is hilarious. <laughs> but um, I hope I hope everyone bought the pay per view now. Yeah, we, we we bought it. Don't worry, guys. Yeah, yeah we bought it. But um, 
we want to add it to those numbers, you know. We never got to Uncle Dana. <laughs> but um Yeah, that'd be like you have to say about Dana though, he he like he does like do it for the fans in some way. He does a lot of stuff Definitely. for the fans, like and he's a fan of himself and like to put Nash stuff together like so that would be that'd be class. Yeah, and when he whenever he I think in the kind of combat sports world, no one pulls off an event like him. No, like, he, he always know. does a big like him with the press conference and conferences and everything. It's never drab. Like he always has it set up. Like, yeah, and how many big, how many boxing events do you see with just nothing fights? Like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's very rare to see a loaded boxing boxing card. Yeah, like, like I, I prefer boxing. I'm pretty transparent when I say that, but. In terms of event size and and actually events put on, like UFC have the monopoly. Well, a strong oligopoly. That's a uh, shout out economics. Uh, <laughs> was it macro or micro? I don't know. One of them from college and um, be micro. I think. Yeah. Uh, whatever. It doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> um, like there's they have the oligopoly over the market. So you know, like they they can they can do those fights with boxes obviously harder with all the stuff. That's the reason why uh, the UFC and MMA is kind of is up there with boxing these days, you know. Yep. And bar the big fights, like the the big heavyweight fights, or some some of Canelo's fights, something like that. <laughs> yeah. Then you know MMA is is the head of the combat world at the moment. I think. Yeah, yeah, the kind of production value, yeah, it, definitely. But yeah, to go back to last night, um, like yeah, we what we saw there. Who who would you how would you have scored the first round? 10-9 McGregor. Yeah. Yeah, I think that'd be fair. Um, and it wasn't a blow-up any stretch, you know, but um, they had, you know, good... Got the party got the takedown. Then they had good exchange of defense, good clinch, you know. They traded um, shoulder shots. Shoulders, yeah, that was, that was pretty cool. Um, and McGregor's just weird way of, like, changing levels and coming up. But it doesn't hit it's with the, the soft part. It's the, it's the top part. It's the, like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's nasty. Those are nasty shots. He he throws everything into it, you know. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it's not just a a bump. Yeah, yeah. It's and his um, kind of Shane is simulating the shoulder strike. Cause everyone can't <laughs> they can't tell through the audio. But better off. Yeah, yeah, better <laughs> off. Fucking hell. Sorry, that uh, dad's producer bleeped that out. But um, and then good. That was good against the cage, and then. It was just a good MMA round. It was just a good, yeah. just a good round. Two yeah, high level, been everything. high yes. level strikers, and even though I feel like McGregor won the round, Poirier did the damage he needed to do to the leg to make it his fight, and yeah. that was the beginning of the end. And it's some uh, like the trilogy next, maybe, but like if they both want to do it, like Poirier probably is, is calling the shots now. He can go on fight for a title, but. Money wise, he'd probably say, "Yeah, why not?" Like, or no. maybe from Poirier's perspective, if he was to win the title, then he'd be getting pay per view points if he fought McGregor. I'd say he get pay per view points if he fights McGregor anyway. Yeah, no, yeah, he's probably getting a sweet deal anyway. If, but especially if he goes in as just after winning. Yeah. yeah. Well, he was the red corner last night. Like he was technically yeah. the last man to walk, but I, was, I obviously wouldn't got as good as a deal as he's, he's going to get. Yeah. But um, yeah. It's they're one one now, I guess. So you have to do the trilogy. Well, do you have to? I don't know. Maybe. Um, I'd watch. I'd have to watch it. Um, and there's both men probably think they can win. Um, did were you surprised? Um, let's say with like the takedown kind of in the fight. No, that, like he did. He he got back up and got to the fence, but he kind of got that. He got him down with relative ease. He looked well, like yeah, surprised. but it was a bit of a um. It was a weird. It was a bit of a weird takedown. It was kind of like trip. 
it was on kind of the fl- like, on kind of the I don't know they're like in the inside and all of a sudden I don't think Poirier went into it looking for the takedown like about three seconds before that just adjusted okay. he adjusted quickly and took, took him down Um, but it's an MMA fight like you have to be you know what I mean that kind of way you have to be ready for takedowns and all that but like I don't I think did, he did well on, on the fence you know bottom set for the fence straight away and got up and they just had good exchange you know I think people overreact sometimes like, oh he got taken down no, it's part of the, it's part of the game, like yep. you know what I mean. You can't go somewhere getting wet, like. <laughs> and it was it was just a it was just a decent fight, you know. I wish it would would have went longer because it's nice to see two people on high level go at it. And yeah, definitely. Yeah, but yeah, we 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 got a good you know solid couple of rounds in anyway. Yeah, I think it just came down, you know, they're kind of evenly matched men, like even there we saw, like on the, when they're on the cage, you know, like you said, kind of exchanging shoulder strikes or they were mm. kind of reversing and turning each other like they're, they've similar kind of, they're at a similar kind of level, like in that regard. But I think Poirier definitely came in with a, probably the better game plan. Like I think, I think McGregor really was planning on taking him out early. And then, yeah, when, um, it, like, if he could make adjustments. Because I think Eddie Hearn said before, if you're not prepared for war and war unfolds, it's not good, you know. So he should like I'm not sure if he went in the mindset of him last night, oh, I'm going to go in and and knock him out. But he should probably like you know just go in, like go in there and like okay, maybe I'll outpoint him for five rounds, you know. Yeah, like he he has the tools. I think maybe he might have came in maybe a little bit too square kind of stance boxing stance maybe doesn't maybe like like his boxing is like his boxing has always been good but it's kind of overall strike striking the kind of variety you know he'd have the the body kicks kind of left high kick um spinning attacks he threw one a couple of knees in if someone was kind of tying up but yeah i know he really has fallen in love with the kind of boxing and he did come in with that kind of square boxing kind of stance Obviously, his boxing has improved, and he and was probably landing. left the leg there exposed to get the kicks as well. He probably and he was landing clean shots, but like you said, that's the other side of it. You know that the leg was. I think that stance, people say, it doesn't transport MMA. I think it might more so maybe an orthodox fighters they fought. Yeah, maybe it was a so it was just kind of a um, matchup like storm of of all things kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, like I I think it translates somewhat, but it's just like with the takedown or with the. The whole like leg leg attacks really, and everything you know he just he said in the post fight interview himself in the post fight presser like that he hadn't really had that sensation of getting kicked kind of on the calf. He said you know he's got leg kicks before. It's always been above the knee, uh, like we've seen a lot of fights the last kind of year or so. Like Volkanovski against Holloway, it's a kind of it's a good weapon the kind of calf kick because mm. you know. It's hard enough to telegraph because it's so low down. It's kind of like a, like a soccer kind of kick. It just kind of swoops in so quick. And um, like you say, it was perfect with the, the two kind of southpaw fighters. Like maybe McGregor kind of needs to get back to... He was quite flat-footed in there, but we've kind of seen that in his last few fights anyway. He's just kind of moved on to he's that kind of... He's changed his style, yeah. More, he's definitely more... Um, focuses more on his hands. Predom- like he used, to, he used to do a lot of kicks to set up the left hand. And now, even though he head kicks Roni, I know I know people say that, like, but like you know, he's definitely changed his stance a bit. Definitely. Um. But yeah, what else could you say? Hats off to Dustin Poirier. Like you know, he came in there. He's an elite fighter. He deserves to fight for a world title now. Who does he fight though? I don't know. Does he fight Oliveira? 
people sent Chandler. I think that was more of just on, on a bus in the big KO last night. I think so. Um, I yeah. think the whole Chandler thing was kind of... Khabib is definitely gone now, though. Yeah. De- yeah, definitely. Like, I mean, he beat Poirier fairly convincingly. Not that long ago at all. Beat Gaethje, beat McGregor. No, I think... And he, I think Khabib was kind of saying himself... You said it's your day and be honest with yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's, you know... So I think that's Khabib gone now. And maybe, yeah, I think what's next for Poirier, maybe him, Oliveira for the belt, or otherwise a rematch with Connor. Yeah, I will maybe do McGregor Chandler. If yeah. he's stick around. Like, I wouldn't begrudge McGregor retiring. I'm not saying that, like, he should retire or anything. Because, you know, that would be extremely disrespectful to what the man has achieved. But, like, you know... He has done it all, like you know, he's t- first two eight world champion. The you know, he's title he's made all those he, like he's made Gage. more money than he knows what to do with. Um, he's a young family now, another third child on the way, a lot of business and stuff. He doesn't have to fight again, but the reason he probably will is the reason why he's where he is, and you know why I'm sitting here talking about him. <laughs> um, because he they you know people they have the competitive spirit and all that. But if he wants to walk away now, I don't think anyone yeah. should begrudge him that. Like, yeah, I think I think you'll have you'll have one more kind of crack at it anyway. I think the maybe a Dublin card would be good. Yeah, that would be <laughs> that'd be good. But I think you'll have another crack at it anyway. I think with the right adjustments, he can win the Poirier trilogy fight. Maybe kind of, you know, there's been a few question marks. Was he kind of planning on going straight into the Pacquiao fight after this, and was he maybe focusing a bit too much on the whole boxing side? Maybe like time time will tell, we'll see. But I think he definitely has, you know, he has the tools to come back and win and kinda of like he said too, he has been fairly inactive in MMA the last mm-hmm. number of years. Poirier's always you know, he's a goer, like he's always been in there. So hopefully we'll get to see him back in there again some point throughout the year. But I think at the minute, yeah, he definitely needs some time off and Need a leg recover. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And kind of he got put out as well. I think he might have went out. So I think maybe he kind of did maybe for take, half second. Take um. He came too pretty quick, but I think he did for. Uh, I saw a slow down angle. He kind of looked like he was kind of out for half second. So like take take a bit off, just kind of let yourself heal. That. Yeah. So that's the thing. Like you know, yes, and he could come back and he could win fights and he could make run the title. But you know, why would you want to do it? Like he said years ago, you know, get in. Get rich, get out. You know he's got he got rich. You know he achieved it that he what he set out to do. Yeah. In many ways, as a fan of him, I'd like him to just not take damage anymore. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you want to have your you want to have your faculties about you in twenty thirty years time. Um, now he hasn't taken a lot of damage in his career, but like you know, it could be the last few fights where he takes the damage. And it's the last sport you want to be kind of it's hanging like, no, around. No, you with, don't. Yeah, if, you, if you're, and that's what worried me last night when he said um, he wasn't that upset. You know, that's a sign of like it's weird. It's strange for him to say because yep. you know, it's, like he, no, he was obviously, you know, not happy about with the fight. But like you know, he said he wasn't overly upset about it because he put in all the work and stuff like that. I remember, remember towards Michael Bissings' career when he kind of lost the GSB and Gastelum. Yeah. And he was kind of like, ah, yeah, yeah, you know. It's kind of a sign that, like, you're content. Yeah. You're kind of, you know, coming Which, to your career. And your priorities change as you get older and things like that. And it's a young man's game, really. Which you can't begrudge him either. I mean, like, you know, he's done it all. He's had his run. Mm-hmm. Now is the money. He has a young family. Like, you can't begrudge him for not being as, let's say, 
hurt by it as he was a few years ago. But obviously, you know, the competitor in him doesn't like to take the loss either. And I, I heard Dustin saying last night as well that I think DC says that Dustin was telling him he doesn't like it as much as he used to. So yep. maybe he's on the way out as well. Yep. Maybe he, maybe they both fight once more. Maybe Poirier goes and fights Oliveira, which is a, which is a <laughs> tough fight for him. But as if he wins the title, maybe do the trilogy. Yeah, I saw Poirier say... Um, and then they both bow out together, I don't know. Maybe. Like I saw Poirier saying in an interview a few weeks back that he was kind of thinking he has like multiple years left in him. And then he, I saw him saying in an interview last night, you know what, I've kind of been thinking, he said, you know, maybe another couple this year, another couple next year. And he said, you know, we'll take mm. a close look at it. I think it. he made a million last night flat and he's yeah. probably going to make pay-per-view points as well. Paid in full. So, you know, that's big money. That's a big opportunity for him too because I saw online today, like, a lot of people actually... Well, he should have made more, let's be honest, but yeah. Yeah, a lot of people didn't actually... um, Like, they they were stunned, absolutely stunned that he won. Like, of course, he had a chance. I know we both picked McGregor, but we're aware, like, that... Oh, yeah, I, I think, obviously, like... um, Raises profile. When you don't, when, like, you know... As well. If you don't watch a golf event and you watch, you're going to expect Tiger Woods to win. Do you know what I mean? That kind of yeah. way. You know, or you watch tennis, you never watched it before, you watch Wimbledon, and you think, oh, I don't know, who's Djokovic, whatever, he's going to win. Yeah. That kind of way. So people kind of know that household names and just kind of assume yeah. the other person's <laughs> going to lose. But obviously people like in MMA knew that. Well, I think everyone kind of thought, I thought I knew that McGregor was the favourite. But like, I mean, count out Dustin Poirier at your own peril. Like, the yeah, man's, definitely. The he's, man, he's the comeback kid. The man has done everything in, in the sport as well. And he's fought everyone multiple world champions beat multiple world champions so like you'd be fooled to count them out and you have to be happy for him because like there's f- there's few better people in the sport than Dustin Poirier like, and as like, a fan as a person. McGregor like if there was someone to lose the like you it's not a better guy in the sport than Dustin what he's doing with the charity it's a really nice story like a McGregor mm. giving the 500k donation and they're going to build a gym in his local hometown and mm. you know and you have to say as well like um the, the the worst part about it is for us that he lost obviously because we're Irish and, and let's be honest as Irish MMA fans I mean of course you're going to look up to this guy you know he's um he's our first big star in the sport yep and you know a rising tide uh, raises all boats like even this week now all our followers and all our interactions and all our listens have gone way up and you know just saying sponsorship deals might be on the way soon. Yeah. Something rhyme with BBT coil. <laughs> you know, a product close to our hearts. Um, <laughs> yeah, so. but it, you know, it opens doors for everyone, like you just said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sponsorship doors. Thanks, Connor. <laughs> no, but wrap up that fight, you know, great. Um, it was a good contest while it lasted. Um, you should see all the assets of the facets of MMA. Yeah. And just a, a great game plan and a great performance. And we'll see what happens next with both men. Wish them both best of luck. Yeah. Move on to the co man. Yeah. And just to, um, like, fair play to Poirier, too. He kind of showed that killer instinct, didn't he, at the end when he yeah, kind of sensed yeah. when he had him hurt, he just put the foot down. Oh, yeah. That's, that's a trademark Poirier. Just now, yeah. he, he's not, I'm not going to call him wild, but you know, he's when he gets him hurt. He goes like technical brawler. He goes, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he goes mad, and you know that that's the way to finish the fight. Yeah, like. and fair play to him. Yeah, he he caught him good, but uh, yeah, no good good summary. But moving on to the co-main, then we had uh, 
Chandler against Hooker. Um, we did a poll of that on our Instagram. It was it was pretty even, and uh, it was about fifty two forty eight to Hooker. And actually, a funny thing about the polls we have up is um, the McGregor one was like 95% McGregor and I've noticed after the fight people have all been voting I was doing the same for (laughs) or excuse me voting for Poirier now I mean it's a bit late (laughs) no but you have to say that most of our followers are Irish so like of course you know what I mean they're going to vote yeah even like you know if there's a poll later on who's going to win a soccer game Ireland or Brazil yeah yeah. you know what I mean I want to impress Ireland but um, yeah no I think most people saw this fight as fairly even in the co-main um, hats off to Chandler. I was in. stunned. I'm not gonna lie. I, I got I got all yeah. the fights wrong last night. That's why we're called a casual fan. And the yeah, we had the Amanda Hebas. We I, yeah. thought would win as well. Well, I picked John. I would. I picked Calderwood. Yeah. So yeah, I'll take that one. But um, yeah, no. In in, in the co-main Chandler. To be fair to him, he he looked good. You know, he's he's been around the game a long time. He came in first UFC fight. He turned up. It was. Hooker, I thought, looked off on the walkout. He looked quite nervous. Then he when did, it started, yeah. he just he just didn't look like he was fully focused or something, you know? He never got going, really. No, he didn't. Definitely not. Maybe if he got into second round, he might have woke up a bit. But yeah. Chandler has explosive power, doesn't he? He does, yeah. A bit more so than what I would have thought, to be honest. Well, he does have that typical kind of wrestler build. Yeah. Maybe even though they might be the most technical strikers they've serious you can tell power. too he's uh Chad strong. Mendes vibe off him yeah yeah you can tell too he'd be he's strong like no, I said yeah. a clinch yeah. or anything or like in his hands you know um do you think and this is kind of just uh with the whole card do you think like there was a lot of decisions a lot of obviously the last two fights top of the bill delivered there was a lot of decisions a lot of round three finishes do you think anything to do with the time of when it was on over in Abu Dhabi played into the factor like John um, Hooker looked kind of half asleep <laughs> coming yeah, out. Yeah, maybe. And then I let's say know. some of those other fights that were earlier on the card. Like they're like half five in yeah. the morning over there. Yeah, like four or five a.m. Yeah, I don't know why they didn't just put it on. I know it's the American pay-per-view market they're going at, but for God's sake, Americans, they get all the times. Just put it on. I'd, and it would still have done numbers. It still would have done the same numbers. Like, like um, Cause they did it for... Now, I know Khabib has a big following in the Middle East, but what they did with that, you know, there was a fight during the week with Magni and Kiesa. They had that main event on, like, proper yeah, Abu Dhabi time. Done, like, yeah. That was, like, 7 p.m. in Ireland. But then what they did with the Khabib one, they kind of went somewhere in the middle. So it was, like, 11 o'clock over in yeah. Abu Dhabi, but they had it on here. You know, the main event was on at, like, 9 p.m. Right, I think the thought there was, like, that... Um it's Khabib is probably is bigger in those areas. Yeah. So that's why they yeah. put time on. Whereas in McGregor, they were going through the American pay-per-view market. But, you know, the, the UK and Ireland market is pretty big for McGregor as yeah. well. Like, you know what I mean? So, I don't know. Like, why are we all always the ones that will half five? You know, I yeah. don't mind if it's on in Vegas. For God's sake, it was out in, yeah. in Abu Dhabi. Like. Yeah. Yeah, they're fighting early hours in the morning it's ridiculous really fighting at 9 o'clock in the morning or half 5 in the morning some of the, co- or the undercard and stuff I saw Poirier saying in a backstage interview I can't remember who it was with he said when he, he was in the locker room he, he was half thinking oh no it's not my I was about to say night but more <laughs> morning he was kind of he was thinking oh I feel a bit flat he said and he said then as soon as he started making the ring walk and stepped into the cage he was switched on but he said it was weird he's like you know I was only up a few hours and now 
I'm not going to blame this solely on my loss, but I don't think the early morning thing would suit McGregor with his kind of sleep. Yeah, patterns. it doesn't mightn't suit him, but you know you have to, you know. Well, he knew for he knew long way period months, out yeah, that he was going to be on. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, like you never know. Like you know, people like fighters are human too. Things happen. Like you never know what was going on in either man's head. Like Hooker, kind of, I don't know. He maybe affected him. Maybe that was the thing. Maybe it was the time that affected him. Yeah. Maybe it was an injury. He had a, he had a bit of a, a mark under his eye the last few few yeah, days. Yeah. So was he sparring heavy? Yeah, he just you he know. just looked off, but it was a big win for Chandler. I I thought Hooker was gonna run through him. <laughs> to yeah. be honest. So shows how we know. Well, what I know. Yeah, I'm not sure. Like I I think let's say if you give uh Chandler someone there between kind of around Hooker's ranking and back like RDA or Felder, I'd have him winning all those fights. But I think. Now, it might sound a bit harsh. He's only had the one UFC and he fight and he did deliver. I'm kind of wondering, is that his ceiling? Like, you know, he beat the number five or six guy, but I, I, myself, I wouldn't fancy him against Oliveira or no. Poirier. Maybe Oliveira may match up well with him because they're both grapplers true. of sense. It's all the style, stylistic Although Oliveira's stand-up has come on leaps and bounds. It has improved a lot. But I think if Chandler hit Oliveira, he'd go. Yeah, uh, he has kind of... His chin looks a little bit better, but he has kind of been TKO'd a few times mm. and been KO'd a couple of times. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, like, yeah, there was a bit of buzz, all right, about making that fight now next, but... But the worrying thing, I think, about the lightweight division is it's very possible in 18 months' time we will have no Khabib, we'll have no Poirier, and we'll have no McGregor. And no Tony, Tony Ferguson. Yeah. Yep, that's your that's your top four there, like, more or less the last Gage's few years. probably on his way out as well. I, uh... I think he's a few more years anyway. He said about five years ago, five wars. Now, he hasn't that many wars since. Yeah. But, not five years ago, sorry, but three years ago he said that. He, he's getting, They're all getting on as well, you know what I mean? They're all so. similar kind of age bracket early, kind of 30s. Yeah. So maybe it's going to be Kevin Lee in a couple of years' time that elevates. Or someone new that just someone comes new. in. There's always someone knocking There's on always, the... There's always, that's true. There's always someone. You know, but like those, even... Those names I just named have been around for years, yeah. haven't they? The, and all in and around a similar time period. Yeah. Like, it always seems to happen, though. Like, there at Bantamweight, like, for a while there, he had Cruz, Dillashaw, uh, Henry Cejudo had the belt. Like, Cruz, you know, he's getting on a bit. Dillashaw was suspended. And Cejudo stepped away. Next thing, Peter Yan, you know, comes in. He, he's in his, like, mid to late 20s. You know, there's always someone kind of yeah, ready to step in, you know. But yeah. um, And then what other fights were last night? Joanne Calderwood. Calderwood looked good. She, she looked very good, yeah. Her knees and the clinch were unbelievable. Yeah, to the body. They and were nice. every time they'd separated, she hit she hit her with something. And delighted for her. Is she training in America? Yeah, in Vegas. She's She moves over to the... PI. Does, yeah, most of her training in the PI, yeah. Because um, I wonder how her corner is. Like, he's not, he's not Scottish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was good to see kind of like a U- European fighter and someone that's... She's been around a long time. Yeah. Had fun. a title shot earlier in the year. Kind of didn't go well, away. Well, again, no. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> that was good to see. You're on and out because I got about four hours sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, who, who else did we have on the card? We had... Amanda uh, Rivas. Yeah. I was devastated. Yeah. yeah. I was devastated. She looked like she had that kind of... Star power too. She still does though, yeah, and like definitely. you know, young in her career. Young in her career, she's um. If she got that to the ground, maybe because your one was apparently high level striker as well. Yeah. So, but you know, she didn't. So, but you know, she'll be back like she's young, and she's a born martial artist. She's been fighting since she was a child, so it's not as if this is a. 
that's the thing. I think sometimes fans take losses harder than the fighters because mm-hmm. these people, this, this is their livelihood. They know. Yeah. You know, they and know. it's a po- it's a possibility. Like I mean, they've, been the gym, they've been in the gym their whole life. They know their own mortality. Yeah. So, yeah, I was devastated as well. <laughs> I'm a massive fan. Um, I think she'll bounce bounce back though. You yeah, know, she will. Yeah, of course. She's smiling and laughing there about yeah. a minute and a half after the fight. Like time's definitely on her side. Yeah. And who else was there? Oh, I'm drawing For a blank. There, now. there was kind of Brad Tavares came back, got a you know back on the road, but yeah, it's just kind of perennial contender. Um, he's as tough as they come though. You know, he doesn't get finished. He went five rounds, is he? Yeah, taking took a few big shots last night. I think. Yeah. But, yeah. But then, yeah, kind of moving on now. The UFC keeps on rolling. It's back to break now. Uh, it's over him then. Volkov in a couple of weeks. And then, as we were saying off camera, and as we saw on TV there last night, March is going to be it's a huge March. Just two pay-per-views, five title fights, and then Hamzat and Edwards thrown in the middle oh, of it as well. So good, so, yeah. month of... That's that's a beautiful month. Like, yeah. is, that all, is that all in the PA? Uh, they haven't really said. I think Dana saying they're not going back to fight Ireland like June, July. I, I, I believe that. Yeah. I think he was. I don't know. He was taking a few digs at um, at like the new president. I think. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think it's not about maybe he won't be able to go. I don't know what that's about, but I'm not into. I don't know anything about American. Well, he half said there stuff. last night. He was like, I might have to move out to. Fight Island for a few months anyway. He's like, just to I'd stay love to. I mean, if I was him, I'd stay out in Fight Island. Yeah. I think, too, he's doing... He said to himself, like, in the... He said a lot of people in uh, in the West, like, kind of just assume, like, oh, Middle East. He said, it's all a misconception. He said the hospitality is second to none. Mm. You know, and he said that they always look after him there and they, the events they put on are top-notch. But, um, yeah, do, do you think McGregor... So, will we see him again this year? Yeah, pro- probably will, yeah. Yeah. Um... I don't know what fighter will be. Um, I say Dan. I'll probably try to hold off for fans. You know what I mean? Again, like you don't think he yeah. wants to lose those big gate numbers, especially when he's getting what thirty two now. You know, he probably only has a few of those left. Yeah, I'd like to see him maybe when we open up. Hopefully here, God knows when. Um, maybe October time if 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 we're open, have a fight in Dublin again. And just you know, who I wouldn't mind seeing him fight. I Quinta. Yeah, that's that's a good. A good fight at lightweight to see where he is. And Oya Quintas talks a lot. Yeah. So at and least there'll be a bit of... his team talks a lot. Yeah. That pure New York and that like a like Longo, Sarah and them like pure New York kind of... I, I enjoy listening to that kind of stuff as well to be fair. <laughs> you know, they're funny like... But it'll be a good fight like and... I think that would be a good good fight for McGregor. I think he would probably... Like that's good to see where he is like. Yeah, definitely you know? yeah. And... Because Al is tough, but he's not the top of the division by any stretch. Oh, yeah, stretch. yeah, but he is. Yeah, that's saying he's tough, and, like, McGregor needs to accumulate rounds in there. And he does. No, Al, he, he, he maybe not, like, but, you know, he's tough as they come, so maybe that's a good that's a good fight for him to... Exactly, he's a leveler, like, see where, where the level is. Was last night just one of those things, one of those nights... Or was it a one of the, was it the father time catching up with him? Yeah. So that would be a good one. But I think it's important for us to like recognize as well as people in yeah, in the this is a very this is a stretch now in the Irish MMA world are trying to get into <laughs> it. You know what I mean? Like um, 
to appreciate what he has done for for Irish MMA. Definitely, even but people probably don't see that don't really follow the sport. Is the, the investment into grassroots, the investment into Gamma. Yeah, was having their first amateur event show at Gamma on the thirty first of October this year. Yeah, um, and they've jiu-jitsu God willing with the uh, with the pandemic and stuff. Yeah, with um the, the novice tournaments going ahead as normal with the jiu-jitsu and. MMA and then therefore going to featuring into amateur and MMA and that kind of stuff. So that will all, yes, he's you know you have to appreciate that, and you know it's obviously very easy to jump on the bandwagon now and abuse them and the memes and all this kind of stuff. But I think if you're into Irish MMA, you you um you can, you don't turn on the man now. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, definitely. So he's, pa- he's literally he's paved the way. He's paved the way and opened doors and for so many. That's why when I was saying earlier, you know, I wouldn't mind if he retired. I wasn't trying to be disrespectful, saying he should. I'm just saying I I'm like he's immortalized in terms of Irish MMA and realistically MMA in general. So just keep that in mind to anyone that <laughs> is there. Uh, some people get some people love to see a downfall, don't they? Yeah, and it's be- human nature. Some I guess, but I don't know. Is it an Irish thing? <laughs> no, definitely not. To be fair definitely to him not. too, you know, like he has been relatively Human thing. inactive the last few years. He he made, he was the one that, you know, shouted out or called out whichever way you want to put it to Poirier a few months ago. Let's get this on. He came down, he fight, you know, Poirier's the bona fide top contender, you know, the last mm. few years there. He came down to 55, he gave it a go. Probably you know, underestimated him, which you shouldn't do again, wouldn't yeah. do again, I'd say. But, um, yeah, so that's pretty much all I have to say, anyway. You yeah, know? and do you, will uh, Poirier bo- or excuse me, McGregor box this year? No, I think he'll focus on the MMA now. I think so too. He's that was more of a a money thing, I'd say. Well, no, it's not. But I know I, I guess he want. I think he'll want to correct. Yeah. The. Um, and he said him, he said himself too that like you know. He kind of wants to put in a good stint at, in MMA and that. You know, martial arts is his kind of home too. You know, yeah. And it's a sport where you can take a few losses and still be a star. It's, it's MMA. Yeah, that because, is true. You know, there's so many ways to lose, and then that's like you look at Anderson Silva, how many losses he have, and he's considered one of the greatest of all time. Yep, definitely. Um, yeah, that's pretty much all I have to say. Perfect. So thanks for listening. Um, like as always, we'll be doing a few polls. So let us know what you think of the fight. Were you surprised? Well. <laughs> Our poll results were surprised anyway. Um, you know, do you see, think a rematch will happen again down the line? Will it be next? Will Poirier fight for the belt? So if you do like this episode, make sure to give it a share with your friends. Um, we also have a Patreon. It's available at www.patreon.com forward slash the casual fan. Thanks for listening. Wow.